Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Wild Ginger Running YouTube channel live broadcast and podcast. Today we are talking to a personal trainer who I admire very much indeed. She has recently completed the 103 mile Five Rivers Ultra and she just never fails to inspire me every single time I stalk her on Instagram because her situation is often so very much like mine. She is an ultra running mum of one, like me, and she's also one of my patrons who supports the channel every month, which is incredible, thank you. Um, today, we are chatting to Melissa Mason. How are you doing today, Melissa? Hi, yeah, I'm good, thank you. It feels very strange to be this side <laughs> because normally I'm watching you chat to other people, so yeah, it feels really odd to be this side, but yeah, really excited to chat today. Awesome, that's great, and everyone um, from the patron group especially is excited to chat to you because um, you're also a patron of mine. So we've got a, a comment here from Caroline Janus. She says, I'm looking forward to this. Fitting in family life, work and training can be so tough, and yes. <laughs> don't we know it, Mel? <laughs> yeah. Um, and today he says hi as well. I just add him. He's yeah. just watching live there. Um, so yeah, well, first of all, just congratulations on your hundred mile, hundred and three miles. It's all about the yeah, next. It's really miles. important. It's three, hundred and three. <laughs> important. That can be a whole nother hour, can't it? Be at that stage, yeah. um, and well, at any stage really. Um, the Five Rivers Ultra. So um, yeah. So first of all, how does that feel to get that one under your belt? Yeah, amazing. That's that was my first um, longest i the first um, I've done. So I really didn't know how like, to finish it. Like, you know, it was uncharted territory. I didn't know like how it was going to go. I had kind of no, yeah, no idea what how I was going to do it, if I was going to do it. So the fact that I did is just, yeah, I still feel like, you know, it was over a month ago now and I'm still kind of like on a high from it. So yeah, really, really great. Amazing. And so did you, sorry, did you say that that was your first hundred? Yes. yes, yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, I had done, the furthest I'd done, um, I'd done like a 24-hour race, a local one, and I'd done, I think, 81 miles um, I'd done for that one. So that had been, that was previously the furthest that I had gone. So, yeah. yeah, brilliant. So stepping up. And, and mm -hmm. I just I just wanted to, just before we get more into the 100 miler, um, let's wind the clock back to find out a little bit more about what makes you tick. <laughs> I obviously wrote that <laughs> when I had some sleep yesterday. Um, how did you get into running in the first place? Because hopefully you, well, presumably you didn't just dive straight into the ultra running. How did you start? <laughs> um. So I guess like I've always liked running at school um, and then like in my sort of late teens, 20s, I always did run. Um, I'm just trying to think. I think, yeah, maybe I did. I started with the Great North Run, so half marathon. I mean, that was like maybe 15, 20 years ago and then went on to marathons, did a few marathons. Um, and then, yeah, just basically, you know what it's like. You just want to go a little bit further or, you know, challenge yourself a bit more. But the ultras has only really been um, maybe like the last six eight years maybe something like that um and and again I sort of started with like 40 milers and then just went a little bit further a little bit further um and then yeah ended up where I am now 
brilliant. And so you started yeah. before um, Audrey was born. So Audrey's yeah. your little girl. I'm just going to yeah. pop a picture of her up um, mm -hmm. on the screen because um, there's a really lovely picture of you guys. Um, this is presumably after the Five Rivers or it could be on the way. It's outside a house and you're holding a banana in the air like this and you're both oh, that's sort of before. cheering. That was before, oh, just before. before I started. I definitely didn't look that fresh after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's a lovely, lovely picture and she, she seems to have been fully involved in it and yeah. just really taken on board what you're up to. Um, how old is she now? Because you would have started before she was born. Yeah, so she just turned four a couple of weeks ago. Um, and like, especially the last couple of years, you know, now that she's like that little bit older and she can kind of like understand what's going on. Um, my husband um, brings her along to like any of the races that I do and she just gets really excited and you know she likes just waving at everybody and you know this year they made me a sign and like held a sign at you know at the different stations that they saw me and she just loves it like it's a real it's it's really nice it's a weekend away basically whenever we do anything like this my husband's really great really supportive and obviously meets me along different stages and, and so does she and yeah, it's just like a family weekend away, you know, it just makes it even more fun you know, than it already is. So it's really, yeah, we like to do it. We like to do it together. Oh, that's really lovely to be able to involve her because um, Finley, yeah. Finley's at the stage now where, um, well, he's two and a <laughs> half nearly. So he just doesn't understand anything. And, yeah. you know, he just wants to be in a playground. It doesn't matter where the playground is. Yeah. He wants to be yeah. in a playground. So if poor Steve comes along, well, we've tried like to do the stuff when, yeah. when I'm doing stuff. And, and he just ends up babysitting all day, like... Um, well, not babysitting, it's his own kid. But, <laughs> but you know, like either if, if he was doing a bike ride, I'd end up babysitting all day. Yeah. Um, and just Finley doesn't care and he, he sees mm -hmm. he sees mummy, he'd probably want to like run to mummy and then he wouldn't understand why yeah. mummy was running well, away. If it makes you feel any better and makes Steve feel better, because um, we had the similar thing and my husband said to me this year, he was like, this is the first year that I actually like feel like we all really enjoyed it. Yeah. The previous years, she would like if she would see me obviously I would run to her and then run away yeah. and she would be like devastated and then he'd have to spend the next hour like consoling her and then it would happen again at the next yeah. spot um, and you know she would just get bored and so he said this year like is the first like proper year where he's felt like he can meet me at lots of different stops and she's happy and enjoying herself as well so it, it does get easier I promise yeah oh that's really good to know I think I think yeah it might get easier and yeah Finley will get more into it as as we get yeah. as we get exactly. on yeah no exactly. that's good to know um so <laughs> that's really nice and um and I, I've seen on your Instagram as well, you've got Audrey into doing fitness as well because you're a personal <laughs> trainer. Um, yeah. And it, there was a really cute video a little while ago of you saying um, to Audrey, oh, why don't you teach mummy? And she was doing all these things with the weights. Yeah. She was up yeah. and down with the weights, out <laughs> and back and like lunging and, um, and walking yeah. around with all the weights. And yeah, uh, how have you achieved that? Because every time I try and do a workout with Finley, he just like grabs it all off me. Like I've got these five different colored resistance bands. He would just then up with all of them around his legs and pinging them and flicking me and if I had weights oh my goodness he would just pick it up and maybe even throw it and yeah. <laughs> so yeah well, how, how did that come about? So basically um, she's it's all she's ever known really because um, so with for, for those those people that don't know my I am a personal trainer and specialize in pre and postnatal ladies okay so I'll go to their homes um, and they might have small children there um, and you know we, we work out because obviously it's hard to get childcare sometimes so I take all the equipment to them to their home so that they don't need to throw the babies about um, and I also used to be a preschool teacher as well so it's quite lovely marrying the two together so yeah. it might be that sometimes I'm there like rocking the baby or feeding the kid or you know whatever chasing after the kid whilst also instructing um the mother um so she's always kind of um come with me to these things and actually during COVID she was only um during the first lockdown she was probably like seven or eight months old so I used to do like um, a, a Facebook live to my clients so I just in the living room just did like 20 minutes every weekday um, of exercise so she would be in the room always watching me you know and as she's got older she's like just started to copy me and join in the dumbbells that I that she has are literally um half a kilo so they're not like <laughs> oh, no, so oh yeah sorry guys. I should have said that her, like, yeah they look swinging kettlebells around yeah um, <laughs> they so, look yeah, very light little tiny ones um but 
and I've just basically taught her the safety of them you know we, that we don't throw them we be careful you know we wear shoes so that we don't drop them on our toes I mean don't get me wrong sometimes there are accidents and sometimes she it's it, sometimes it's chaos sometimes she is fleeing the, the exercise bands around the room and you know it's it can be absolute chaos but it's just about um, just instilling those values and also the safety like this is how we use this we bend our knees when we pick this up and just modeling just you know modeling so many times because she's seen it when I've done it with clients you know she she um she is at nursery um but she does occasionally come with me to clients homes as well so she's seeing it there and also because I'm doing it myself as well at home for my own fitness so again she's just like around it all the time so I guess like she just got used to it but yeah again if it makes you feel better sometimes it's absolute chaos sometimes I have to just stop after five minutes because we're both like it's too stressful you know yeah someone's dropped something on their toe or whatever so it isn't always like as perfect as um (laughs) as Instagram as you know you know it's uh, very one-sided on Instagram yeah yeah. but it's just just constant modeling basically and just trying to you know make it fun as well yeah sometimes if she's not you know sometimes she's getting really bored with me whatever I'm doing then like that as you said about that Instagram post I said to her right okay you show me what do you want me to do um yeah and it might be something really stupid that really isn't like benefiting me um massively but it's still movement so I just go with it so you have to kind of just put things to the side and just be like okay it's not happening today we'll just do a bit of movement even sometimes I just stick a bit of um like kids cosmic yoga on YouTube and we just do that and I'm sat there thinking oh I should be like lifting this I should be doing that but oh well it's not happening today so you kind of just have to like adapt and just go with the flow sometimes I think it's brilliant that you even fit something in because exactly, I just yeah. don't do anything at the moment. And I just like when I've got Finley, like I only have him on a Monday, Tuesday to yeah. Friday, he's in childcare. But every Monday, I'm just like, how how would I feel motivated enough and not tired enough? Like in his nap yeah. on a Monday, I often, I often have to go back to sleep because I'm just really yeah. tired. It, just, is, it is how really do you tired. Just, and I, like, I how am I going to do it this too. afternoon? I need to do one this afternoon, but yeah. he won't be here, so it'll be easy for me. But, yeah, yeah, I need to motivate myself to do one this afternoon. It's um, it's really hard. And, like, sometimes, some days I, I'm the same. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I've been up for two hours in the night. I just can't do it. And um, I think it's, like, just finding what works for you best. So, for me, early mornings do work best at best. Yeah, um, Because too. otherwise, by, like, lunchtime, if yeah. I have been up in the night or I've been up super, super early... Um, I'm tired it's like you know if by 10 o'clock I'm like oh it's my bedtime you know I've done and then then there's more way more um excuses not even excuses but real reasons then present themselves to you so I just like to get it done in the morning because it's really hard for me to do it later in the day or after I mean these people that do stuff after their kids go to bed I mean they're my heroes because (laughs) I'm like you know she goes to bed at like half a seven and then by eight o'clock I'm ready to go as well so yeah, these people that do stuff late at night, like, yeah, they're, they're my champions. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because Sophie Power said to me, um, mm. she's um, the She Racist campaigner, yeah. activist. Uh, she says 8 till 11 p.m. is her time when, once the kids work, are in bed. She? Yeah, she goes to work. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, what? No. I, like, that's the last thing I want to do. The only thing I could do is watch an hour of telly or go on a walk. Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. only thing I could do. And Finley often isn't even asleep until 8 o'clock. So yeah. then, you know, by the time you've got out of his room and sorted the kitchen, yeah, exactly. it's half eight and then it's nine and then it's yeah. bedtime. <laughs> it's like, I know, no I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. But yeah, it's just finding what works for you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does take a bit of motivation. It, it, you know, I quite often say to people, like, if you want it enough, come on, if you want to see results, then you make that time. If yeah. you want to spend that time, you need to, you know, find what works for you and use it. But on the other side of that, also be kind to yourself it doesn't work every time and sometimes yeah you need to get back to bed <laughs> yeah yeah well I did go back to bed this morning <laughs> and um, we've had a, I've been out for a couple of hours for the last three nights now so that's been a joy um and yeah I also went to a party at the weekend so you know like all the times when you do organize childcare, it's for yeah. a thing like a wedding or yeah. a 40th and then you're exactly. up till midnight anyway and then you're up at six because you always wake up at six because that's yeah, a lie in these days so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've shot myself in the foot there maybe should, should book some time off when I'm actually just here and just just have a nice evening and, and sleep um and I was just saying to Steve oh 
Oh yeah, you know the Radio 1 Big Weekend is a festival. Mum and Dad have got Finley that weekend. We could go yeah. to it. And he was like, well, well, maybe we could just not and just sleep. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, actually that's a good plan. <laughs> These days that is a good plan. Um, um, so, so that's really fantastic. I just think it's so nice how you're involving Audrey in the fitness. I think that's really important because I've been trying to do it away from Finley just because it's really difficult to do it with yeah. Finley. So I think mm -hmm. now I have the inspiration from you to do a yeah. bit more with him. It's really, it's really good for them as well. It's a big part of my business and what I do because, you know, let's make exercise something that they know from a very early age. And, yeah. and, and so it's not a chore, it's fun. And it's just something that we build into our day. And, you know, it can, it doesn't have to be high intensity, like, you know, sweating and, and, yeah. and, you, know, and, and you know, putting too much stress on your body. It can just be any form of movement and just trying to make it more fun and instilling those values into uh, children while they're young and hopefully then you know as they grow older it will just be there yes yeah because there is a um like I really like the morning thing as well and and I like if I'm doing the early morning with Finley I could be up from anything from like half four what half five oh. to then when I take him to nursery or, or or anything yeah. like that so I've got from half five till eight so when I wasn't too sleep deprived I was taking him in the buggy for a run just yeah. for like 45 yeah. minutes I even did some mm -hmm. hill reps with him the other day on yeah. Great Catherton yeah. Road with a yeah. buggy um, and saw Vicky uh Vicky old running <laughs> oh, yeah. to, walking to work um so yeah so that was really nice but yeah just that tastes like this when I just I just wake up and then I lie on the sofa and say oh, go and play over there go and play <laughs> like that I think that's a, that's a day when you maybe you do have to be kind to Stuff and the training is yeah. just going back to sleep because otherwise mm -hmm. you can't train because you've well that's everything. it otherwise then you're too tired you know for your big training session at the weekend or whatever you know so yeah. it, it is a balance and you and it's very much about listening to your body as well yeah you know? we can all be a little bit lazy from time to time you know that's <laughs> fine that's normal but also the other side of it, of it is thinking about okay I am absolutely pooped you know I've been up like you say like the last three nights for you know for a couple of hours at a time so it's just yeah yeah and then that. up early as well like then up at half five yeah. so I think that's mm -hmm. that's it you just don't catch up yeah and I hadn't napped in the day any other day um so so yeah so um so with that in mind and you're increasing you increasing the distance since Audrey's mm -hmm. been born how did you personally fit it in so I I still when I look at other people and you shouldn't compare yourself to mm. other people but of course we all do um, you know, in the lead up to, to, to my 100 mile race, you know, looking at other people on a forum that were doing the same race, their training, I was not doing as much training. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first thing I'll say. And I have, you know, perhaps I could have if I pushed myself even further, but I think it would have burnt me out personally. Yeah. Um, so I just I just do what I can. I fit in what I can. I'm very lucky to um, also, as well as being a personal trainer, I'm also a running coach. So I'm very lucky in that aspect because I run with clients a few times a week as well. So obviously, that's a really good way of getting some miles in. Yeah. Whereas if I was like, um, you know, a desk job or whatever, that wouldn't happen. So yeah. that's the first thing I'll say. I'm incredibly lucky to to have that. It's um, not luck. Too. That's the career path you chose. So yeah, you yeah. made your luck. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, that's like kind of you know, a really positive pick for, to help me along my way. Um, and also, um, I have a really supportive husband as well. So at the weekend, you know, um, normally Sunday is my long run day. Okay, yeah. so you know, um, I'd I'd be doing you know anything between sort of twenty and thirty mile long runs. So that gets a big chunk of it um, done as well. Um, but just, I mean, you know, I always find I write I write myself a training plan. Yeah. I stick it on the fridge and I highlight it when it's done because just like mentally that makes me go out and do it you know I want to see all my you know and sometimes of course they're not all highlighted of course yeah. but I just like that that just is a really good way of motivating myself to get out um but what I really have found in the last like three or four years since I've been a personal trainer is the strength and conditioning really yeah. helps I feel that you don't need to run as much as you feel as much as you think you do if you're putting in that strength and conditioning it's made me get way, uh, way less uh, injuries. I'm so much stronger, um, you know, faster runner, can go further, recovered so much. So it's, I can't believe how well I recovered afterwards, to be honest. And yeah. yeah, I think that's a massive part because I can do the strength and conditioning when I'm here and I've got Audrey, whereas I can't always just go out for a run because, you know, I have to juggle like childcare and, and that kind of thing. So that's, 
been something that's been really really beneficial is the strength and conditioning and trying not to not to worry too much like oh I haven't you know I haven't ran as much as these people well that's okay because you've done what you can do but you've also done all this strength and conditioning and yeah it's just crazy how much it benefits you so yeah that's like a really top tip I would say for me and so yeah what like what take us through one of your sessions like what do you do or, or do you make them different every time or there are certain so, exercises that you're like right I must always do this once a week yeah so I actually um even as a personal trainer I like to follow someone else's program like oh, you know I do yeah. I make I make myself little bits here and there but I need some structure and I need some accountability. Mm-hmm. So I actually um, follow uh, Carla Molinaro. Oh, Molinaro, yes. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, her SDY for runners. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that since about October. Um, so what that basically um, incorporates is one 30-minute yoga. I say yoga. It's not maybe yoga as you would know it. It's more like stretching and focusing on the key areas that you use as a runner. So one 30-minute one session of that a week. And then there's also a 30 to 45 minute session that's focused um, predominantly on just your strength and conditioning. So I do that every week, one of those each a week. And then I just make myself up like I tend to because of, um, you know, being busy and, and having all to look after rather than trying to set myself to days. So oh. it'll be like I just make, make something up 20 minutes core once a week. 20 minutes arms, um, um, upper body, 20 minutes, 20 minutes roughly a week. And then another 20 minutes a week of lower body that I just kind of make up myself. Yeah. Um, I don't really um, put that, it's not really a structure. I just kind of make it up as I go along, yeah. basically with those. Um, and then, yeah, with, along with the stuff from Carla as well. So I am, you know, doing something every day, basically. Um, every but day. it is only like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Ah, so I just find that that gets doable. a lot <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, if if someone was to say to me, you know, right, uh, can you do four hour, four times one hour um, sessions, you know, over the next seven days? For me, that's just not. Yeah, uh, no, it's not going to happen. It's too much. Um, It'd mean me getting up even earlier in the morning. Yes, it might mean that one of the other mornings I can have a bit of a lie in if I get it all done in one. But it's just not how I work personally. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I tend to get up a little bit earlier and just do 20 minutes or 30 minutes um, of, a, of a morning. And like I said before, I'm, I'm very honest and, and, and try and keep things realistic. Some mornings after 10 minutes, Audrey wakes up and she comes down and she jumps on my back and then she falls off and then she's crying and, you know, and, and that's it. I'm like, right, I've done 10 minutes. Annoying, but let's, let's move on and we'll try again tomorrow kind of thing, you know, and that's it. We move on, we forget that session. I don't try and then do the rest of the session later in the day or, or add it on tomorrow's. No, that is it. I've done what I can move on start again tomorrow mm. so that's kind of my mentality with it um so yeah so it is quite a busy week you know on my training for the plan there is like quite a few different um things going on but it's all small and manageable yeah and now that does make it sound more manageable because I'm thinking like if I haven't got a half hour or 45 minutes then it's not worth yeah. doing yeah so I yeah. really need to like maybe oh, I can't get the weights out because then Vinny will play with them but I need to have the weights in an easy access place like in the cupboard under the <laughs> stairs or something yeah and just get exactly. them out and so would you be using like really heavy weights because the thing that also puts me off is the fact that like I've been told that for it to be proper strength training that actually makes a difference you have to use like quite heavy weights and only do like six to eight reps um yeah but so, I don't have that I don't have those weights well mm-hmm. Steve does in the garage yeah. and I just like the, the 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 key to the garage the getting across the lawn the getting in the yeah. garage the finding them somewhere yeah. behind the bait all the bikes and the salt all the Zwift it's like oh I can't and also it's really yeah. uncomfortable yeah. the bar thing um, so do I need to use really heavy weights to no, do this? Uh, in my session? in my opinion, no. I mean okay. I'm so I'm not a member of a gym. I just obviously I have all my own um kit from being a personal trainer. But personally I don't use super heavy uh, super heavy weights. We don't really have room for a proper like squat wrap yeah. or you know, barbell or anything. I do have a barbell, but I very, very rarely use it. Um I just use free weights. Um, you know, and when I first started, particularly the upper body, two kilo, you know, two kilo weight. That was me. Like I okay. could not, I could not lift anything else. I can do. I'm on to sort of sixes, eights now at a push, but that's taken me years to build up. I'm never going to be super, super strong in my shoulders and my arms. Um, you know, I use slightly heavier. I use the um, kettlebells a lot for lower body because they're easier to to use and for a heavier weight. You know, twelves, fifteens. But um, 
yeah, like it's for me that has really, really worked. I'm sure if I kept working and I, you know, I got some heavier weights and I, I kept pushing and obviously progressive overload, I could get stronger. But for me, for storage and you know what what works for me, um, those kind of weights, yeah, are perfect. And I still see you know progression. Um, you know, also we can't all afford to be buying all these like heavy weights. So what I tend to do, and I do this with my clients as well, if we get to, um, you know, a weight and and it's becoming easy, then we just do more reps. That's such a simple way of getting around that problem. You know, you do more reps and then then you you see, you see more definition, you get stronger. So yes, to to some degree, yeah, you know, you use bigger weights, you're going to get stronger, of course. But actually using the smaller weights and doing more reps, that's going to really help your endurance more. You know, yes, bigger weights are going to build your muscles, agreed. But using the smaller weights and doing more repetitions, you're going to really uh, build your endurance, which, of course, for what we do, that's what we need. So um, that's what we need anyway. So, so yeah, that's kind of uh, what I tend to do. And it really works for me. Yeah. And do you ever fill a backpack with a load of tins or anything and, and use a backpack just to sort of simulate where that weight is or is so, that not something that's Do you know, needed? I haven't because I, I remember a while back you saying about you had like a concrete like um, I had a thing and I concrete in time, my backpack, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at the time I was like, that's such a good idea. I mean, I, all the time when I run with clients, I always carry my ultra backpack with me all the time because I carry first aid kit and emergency blanket um etc etc just for safety I mean I've never had to use it but I always carry it so always I'm very used to having weight on my back but Mm -hmm. it's not super heavy weight obviously but a couple of things water first aid kit emergency blanket so I've always kind of got used to that so actually then when I do go and run an ultra obviously there's more stuff in there then but it never feels too bad Um, and the last few long runs that I do before an event I will feel I'll run with a full pack like I would I'll recreate what I do on race day so I think that's that's really beneficial but no I've heard a lot of people and, and I'd, I'd need to do it just saying that you know going hiking you know especially yeah. also you know if you've got a little one with you and you can't get rid of them that sounds awful to get rid of them but you know <laughs> <laughs> you have to take them with you um I know I think Sophie Power said about this like um just going for a long walk or a hike with the weighted backpack or even the child on your back at times which happens you know when they get tired legs yeah then that's just really great training um and it doesn't you know like I said before it's not all about getting you know these masses and masses of miles into your training week you can do it in other ways so I'm a real yeah big believer in that as well yeah yeah definitely yeah we're doing little bits and bobs all the time aren't we um as mums (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) yeah um, and so Severin is watching live as well and she says this is very motivating I'm already trying to do five minutes of chores first thing in the morning but adding 10 minutes of strength sounds like a win yeah uh, I would yeah I would agree that sounds like a really good idea um, always always go for the exercise over the, the tidy in the house oh <laughs> the yes chores. yes ditch the five minutes of chores Severin <laughs> yeah. and just go for the 10 minutes of exercise maybe that's what it is maybe I'm just procrastinating like yeah. I just don't want to do the housework so I just like yeah <laughs> Yeah, I suppose you could do the housework with a weighted backpack on. You could do the vacuuming. You could tie weights to the vacuum cleaner pole and like just shove it around like that. I've been putting off the vacuuming. I'm like, oh, it's too hot at the moment to do vacuuming. It'll overheat. It won't be able to go. (laughs) Um, um, So I just wanted to just talk a little bit about more about the 100 miler just because I feel like we've got a bit of a sense of how you've trained for it now um oh but first I wanted to ask you like what do you like what what made you sign up for 100 miles in the first place because I did see that you said maybe this could be your distance so that's really Um, exciting yeah what what drew you to the 100 miles so I mean it's it was just kind of like a a natural progression I guess like I just I like to challenge myself you know, I'd done a 70 miler, then, like I said, I did this 24 hour race, did about 80 miles. So it was, you know, it was just the natural progression. Um, do you know what? Like, I just, I'm quite, in some ways, I'm quite an extrovert, but in other ways, I really just like my own company. I like, you know, <laughs> I like just being by myself, um, you know, and, and I had been doing a 100 miler, especially the one that I did was a very small one. So it was very kind of lonely, but I liked that. Like, I love being by myself you know, a whole like day away of being a mother, like as much as I love it at times, you know, sometimes I joke with friends, I'm like, I'm literally like, why do you run so much? I'm like, running away from my family. I'm literally <laughs> yeah. like, but it know, is easier. That, 
at like yeah. I did the UTS 50k and people yeah. were like oh my god like your film made it look like you were just mm-hmm. having a great time so zen yeah. so easy and I was like but it was yeah. that is I love easier it. Mm-hmm. than a day at home yeah. with Finley to be honest I mean, with me. you know <laughs> it was it was just it was lovely like a whole day by myself I listened to so many podcasts and you know uh, music and stuff and saw you know most ultras are in a picturesque setting so yeah. you know you see these lovely sites you make friends along the way you have a bit of a chat you know you get to eat all day yeah I mean what's not to love yeah and, and that's it and, <laughs> and so I yeah just progressed to a, a hundred and yeah I loved it I, I you know obviously there were some a couple of dark times where I was in pain and I was tired and things like that but actually on the whole I just had such uh, an amazing day I loved yeah. it I absolutely loved it so so yeah, like, and I, and yeah, I did say maybe this is, you know, maybe this is my distance. Um, I've already got like a couple of, couple more. I haven't booked them yet, but a couple more hundred milers that I, I'd like to try um, oh, in the next few months. So, so yeah, I think you know, who knows? I might do a second one. And be like, oh my god, never again. But yeah, I had a really good experience on the first one. Amazing! So, yeah. That's so good that you had such a good experience on the first one. <laughs> I've just, um, I've just been like on, on social media. I can see that the South Downs Way 100 has just happened, and it was on a really, really hot weekend. Um, so, so that was um, that that looked really, really tough, and some people <laughs> were like DNFing that, and it's not, yeah. it's not probably because they couldn't do 100 miles, but no. they just. It's tough when it's hot. Yeah, it's really, really hot. So the time of year that you did that one, the Five Rivers Ultra, um, that was uh, beginning of May. Beginning of May, yeah. So that was about really warm. good time to do it. It was muggy, but it but then it rained, so yeah. it was actually quite. It was perfect because then it cooled us off yeah. for a bit. So yeah. Um, what was the course like? Because I haven't heard of that one. Is it is it <coughs> a, a new one or is it so, just really low key? It was um, only its second year, okay. um, and it was just a very, yeah, very small um, like race company that that, that organised it. Um, and it started in Harwich, which is in Essex. It's um, like the boat port. Um, not many people know it near like um, Folkestone around that yeah, area. Yeah, I actually cycled there from Peterborough one year because I got the ferry oh. to the Hook of Holland, okay. and then we cycled yeah. to the beer fest in Munich. Ah, a long okay. time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it starts in starts in Harwich and it basically weaves its way in and out of the five rivers hence the name um in and out up north and then you finish you basically finish um oh, I can't even remember the name but a tiny little village like just a little pub in this tiny little village um in Suffolk um and um the kind of terrain it was it was really flat to be honest like okay. a couple of hills but like relatively flat yeah um which and it was that's kind of a reason why I chose it because I was like oh I don't want to like I'm not really I really want to get into a bit more of like hill running mountain running but I haven't got a lot of experience and I thought for my first 100 let's just stick to what I know yeah um and it was it was really beautiful because like I said you got weaving in and out of these rivers and estuaries so there's a lot of wildlife and it was oh. just beautiful scenery yeah but it did get a tad boring because it was like just flat the whole way yeah and it was you were basically up high on riverbanks for the whole time yeah um so after a while uh it did get a bit samey it was beautiful in the beginning but then by the end I mean I think the last 12 miles was basically well out of the last 12 miles eight miles were just on a riverbank straight yeah Um, quite everything looked the same really straight yeah yeah so that was really tough and it was um on these riverbanks the it was knee high grass or even thigh high grass and stinging oh, wow. nettles. And so I got lots of bites and stings. Um, so it was a bit tough in that uh, respect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Like, I don't want to do it down. It was really, really lovely. But someone said to me, would you do that one again? I was like, no, I can never look at that scenery <laughs> ever again. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. Cause um, yeah, I've run around there. There's the round Norfolk relay, isn't there? That goes all the way around Norfolk. And I've done that yeah. a few times. And the amount yeah. of times I've been just running on a levee, just by yeah. a canal, like a, like the sea or estuary and it's just straight for miles and I'm like oh yeah, I, I yeah. hate I personally like hate running straight and I, and it sounds like it was quite runnable if it's not too hilly mm-hmm. and I don't think yeah. that would be my cup of tea I like to just yeah. how much of you how much of it do you think you were running percentage wise um, I think I ran about walking. 75% of it yeah um, I see, that wouldn't be for it. me I'd like to run like se- I'd like to walk 75% of yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was runnable um but yeah, it just got a bit, it was a bit samey towards the end, you know, when your brain's starting to give up and it's like, you know, saying you need to stop now. And then it's just like this dead straight 
pan road in front of you yeah yeah it was, it was a bit rough <laughs> yeah but that's all good mental training just like yeah. you were saying about the sleep deprivation mm-hmm. like like yeah I know what you mean about the sleep deprivation because yes I had a little nap this morning because I just got to that point but yeah. um when I'm you know thinking about the late of 50 that I'm attempting in late July I'll finish presumably at about like two or three in the morning even yeah. and I'm not even yeah. worried about that bit I'm just like yeah, yeah. No, that's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, yeah that's not even I an was, issue um, I was quite nervous about going into like the nighttime stage of the race yeah. um, and how I would be because I had actually, even when I did the 24 hour race, um, it was like loops. So I actually went, dived into my tent in the middle of the night for a couple of hours and then got oh. back up and carried on okay. when I did that. So I had never just gone straight through yeah. and I was really nervous about it, but it was actually fine. Like I just put some music in, you know, put my head torch on and off I went and actually it was quite nice because it was dark. I couldn't see the scenery, which was obviously yeah. the same old scenery. So yeah. it's kind of like, that was quite a good like, thing in, in a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely fine. It was only, yeah, like I said, the last like 12 miles, I basically didn't eat enough through the night, which is really not like me because I eat like all the time. <laughs> I eat and I eat and I eat all the time. I never have to kind of remind myself. But I think all of the aid stations along the way all had the same food, Um there was one stop that had hot food, but the rest was like crisps, sweets, chocolate, all, and it was all the same, like make and, and everything. And I think, you know, I didn't eat any, re- like, that is real food, but I didn't eat like a sandwich or, yeah. you know, I hadn't eaten anything since like the night, like my tea time the night before. Yeah. And then it got to like eight o'clock in the morning and I was I only had 12 miles to go. And I was like, great. I'm like doing, I'm like been doing 10 minute miles. Like I'll see you in two hours at the finish. And it took me four hours because oh. I just fell apart because I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I've got I've got nothing in me. Like, yeah. and, and I was kind of sick of the sight of the same types of packets of crisps and chocolate bars. So I wasn't taking them in. Yeah. So I needed to have had like a, just a sandwich or something more wholesome, you know, um, to keep me going. So yeah. that was like a little bit of a mistake I made. But um, delivery pizza. That, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like that would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> Some ultras do give you pizza, don't they? I need to find yeah. one of those. That, yeah, I take I pizza. Pizza's like <laughs> my food in ultras, but sometimes yeah. it gets really dry, so I don't know. Mm. I think a well, fresh this is pizza. the issue. I I do take my own food, but by like the next morning, I had already like gone through it all. Yeah. So I literally had nothing there. I don't really do gels. Like I have a couple of emergency ones in my yeah. bag in case I feel really poorly, but. I need real food. Yeah. Gels just don't really do it for me. So yeah, next time I need to be more prepared or get someone to meet because my husband met me just yeah. before I went down. Yeah, I was well. going to so say Robin could have got your pizza. Yeah, like she, I should have just got him to bring me something, but I think I got a little bit too comfortable. I was like, I'm fine. Yeah. I'll see you in two hours. Like I should do <laughs> 10 minute miles. Ooh, like, and then yeah, it was like crash. <laughs> like, so, yeah. But lesson learned, you know, like it was new, yeah. like I say, new territory lesson learned yeah um, I feel like I can do much better next time because because of these lessons that I've learned so it's good yeah and which ones are you thinking about next time then um so there's one um near well kind of nearby to us called the Robin Hood 100 okay Um, tell me more so I really yeah that's in September though and I'm a bit like oh is that too soon do you think I don't know I've got I've actually got race to the stones in three weekends time yeah um so that's 100 kilometers and um I haven't really been training much because I've obviously had a bit of a rest like over uh, after um after the race and then I also picked up like a really random Achilles injury yeah so I had to have like two weeks off running just about um and that feels absolutely fine now I think I was maybe I was airing on the side of caution but I was really worried of like making it too bad so I've just really kind of like you know come off the running a little bit I've been doing yoga been doing 30 days of yoga just to keep to try and challenge me in a different way um but yeah I'm kind of ready to like get back to it but yeah race to the stones is only like three weeks away and I'm like oh my god I've only ran like 50 miles in like the last month so <laughs> yeah. we'll see I'm just gonna go for a day out yeah I'll go for a walk and do a bit of running if I want to do lots of eating that's kind of what I'm gonna do because I, I never say to any of my clients, don't do it, yeah. know, unless they're at risk of injuring themselves. Yeah, but as long as yeah. you can chuck the ego aside. And yeah, just and just go out. for a nice day. I mean, yeah. But I'm going to do that one. Go for a nice day um, now. So is then also, Audrey, and, um, Aubrey, Audrey and Robin going to be there? Like, yeah, supporting yeah so they're going to come one. along for, a, for yeah. an adventure weekend again as well. Yeah. Um, and then, but next year there is um, the Grim Reaper, which again is close to us, guys. Um, yeah. That's 
uh, I actually marshaled on that because um, that was only a couple of weeks after my 100 mile race. Um, yeah. So I marshaled that this year. So I'm going to take part in that next year. And that is a lapped race. That's yeah. 10 times 10 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's next May. So I am going to definitely yeah. do that. So but that will be the same scenery. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to have some really good podcasts. <laughs> yeah definitely yeah um so yeah that's that's going to be definitely in the diary for next year but um yeah I definitely there's oh, there's so many there's so many uh, you know I'd like to do the late so there's ones. so many I'd like to do and like I said I want to get into a bit more of the the hill running the mountain running so um yeah, yeah who knows, is the, <laughs> who Robin, knows? is the Robin Hood one a lapped one as well in some form uh, I'm sure I looked at I that you and do, yeah, is you it kind two of laps like, of a 50 or something like that yeah it, yeah so I think it's not quite I think you kind of do one lap and then you do like a half of the lap again and add another little bit or something oh okay I think when I was looking at it but yeah so I quite fancy that one as well but yeah I just don't I think I don't know I don't know it might not be too soon who knows yeah yeah <laughs> you could just always go and see and, and and if you don't make it it's just a good 80 mile training run isn't well, it? <laughs> that's it that yeah exactly that's that's kind of how I just go with it now because um before I had Audrey, I attempted, I don't, um, I don't know if people have heard of The Wall, which is um, a, oh, a race by... Uh, Adrian's Wall. Yes, so I did that and it, it took me three attempts. First two, first two attempts um, didn't finish. Then I had Audrey, had a year off, and then I went back and then I completed it. Um, wow. And I think, um, yeah, I, I, I just, to anyone else that has like an experience like that, you know, I just think just go with it you know I still each time I did it I ran about 60 miles still the first two DNFs so you know of course I was gutted at the time but I always say to people doesn't matter you got there like to the start line that's a massive yeah. thing you know with all the training and then it is it's just a day out and yeah if it becomes just a 60 mile run it's a 60 mile run doesn't matter that you don't get the medal at the end you know as getting as that can be sometimes um so yeah and I definitely think that's down to you know doing it the third time is definitely being a mother it makes you strong really it makes you know how to carry on when you are absolutely shattered I think it's really... the opposite I feel like weaker now I'm a mum I'm just I give up way easier because I'm just like oh I can't even do this <laughs> <laughs> for me for me I used to before I had Audrey um I I, I trained, but I never trained as hard as I do now. It was always, like, too easy to go to the pub or, you know, like, go partying or, you know, I, my priorities were a little bit different. But since having her, I'm just more like I want to be strong for her. Oh. I want to show her, like, what we as women can achieve. Yeah. Um, and I just think that, yeah, I'm just mentally strong. I, I quite often just think, like, you've given birth to a child get on with it this is just a run like you can yeah. do it you know you've been through labor you've been through pregnancy like rah 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 yeah and that is kind of a few of the random thoughts that just go around my head when I'm running so for me personally yeah like definitely it's made me a lot yeah, stronger you've doubled down on your endurance and your resistance yeah. I've just yeah. gone the other way and I've just gone oh I I'm just I'm too tired <laughs> I'm either too tired or I've got a cold <laughs> but, but maybe this will improve um today I'm too tired or I've got a cold I think it depends also what's just been happening I've just come off like the back of like several nights of not good sleep so at the yeah. moment I'm not feeling motivated but I will I like I do come I've just written down those races and I'm like oh Robin Hood Ultra oh, I have to have a look at that <laughs> so I, I am uh, deep down I'm very excited um <laughs> and so I was intrigued as well about some oh Oh, you know the um the race to the stone no not the race to the stones the, the run across the wall the hadrian's wall yeah. um what made you dnf the first two times then is it because you got to 60 miles isn't it it's only like 70 is it 70 yeah, miles? No, it's 70 yeah. i got the first year i got to 62 miles yeah so i'm just thinking what would um, make you stop at that point because it's only a couple more hours of just walking even yeah um, the first time I actually um, fainted because it was really hot, so I had oh, heat exhaustion. Yeah. So like I couldn't really help that. Yeah. The second year, I think I just put so much pressure on myself because mm. I did DNF the first year. Yeah. But I actually DNF in exactly the same place really? because I got to it and I, my mind just—I lost my mind basically. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I can't do this. I can't do it. And and yeah, it just and I was so cross the next day. I was like, oh, Why? No. You could have just walked it. You had time. But yeah. Yeah, my but and this is what I mean. My mental strength used to be Has, pretty pants, to be honest. Um, and mine used yeah, to be really good. I've got kinder to myself as I've got older. 
I'm like yeah. my mental st- I used to put up with any pain like 10 years ago I did a Bob Graham round I was like in, yeah. in, in immense pain doing that <laughs> yeah. nothing could better labor obviously but I just <laughs> I feel like do you know what it is it's like I've been through labor and that was horrible and now yeah. I just don't want to be in pain anymore like yeah, I've got yeah. I've got to say I'm like I just why am I doing this if I'm in pain I don't have to be in pain I'll just yeah. I'll just go to the pub <laughs> so I've swapped with you now <laughs> yeah yeah that's what it is it's the pain and that's the thing that worries me most about Lakeland 50 is the the foot pain like uh, like uh, from the last race that I did I was in really good shape physically and I didn't you know I was fine at the end and it wasn't hurting too much and I was like this is brilliant I could yeah. go on for another one um but the foot the feet were hurting so I need to sort my feet out that's going to be my if I can ever do 100 miles and I do want to do 100 miles like um next year that's yeah. my goal for next year I need to sort my feet out because I don't yeah. want to be in pain like I don't see the point of doing something and being like oh I was in pain all the time yeah no yeah point. yeah so also, we all feet all right it it sounds like like mentally you need to just get get those like mantras going around your head or even I wrote them down on my phone yeah and then when I was like struggling I just got my phone out and I'd like read really stupid stuff like you know it's not easy otherwise everyone else would do it and that you know those kind of yeah. things I read it out and I was like yeah yeah. yeah like and it would like drive me on so yeah yeah try that maybe yeah I will yeah <laughs> I might write it on the back of my hand as well yeah 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 it's a good idea yeah and oh I've forgotten what I was just gonna say then. oh you were saying about my feet how are my feet oh yes your feet how are your feet um, I'm just picking you know at my feet now <laughs> so they're so horrible they were, mine were okay like um cool. I've been, always been really lucky in any races that I've done I don't tend to really get blisters so mm. really really lucky um but this race like I said in the beginning it was quite warm and then it really rained and we were wet for hours um and actually at one point I had to climb through a ditch like wade through a ditch because I had gone wrong um I saw I was following a guy like really far in the distance I could just see his like rear light flashing and that kind of gave me comfort I kept following him and then um I was getting closer and closer to him and then I met up with him and he was like, do you know what? We've gone wrong. And I was oh, like, no. oh no, he's looking at my watch. And what we'd done is there was like a ditch and we had gone this side of it rather than this side. Oh, and he, no. we were like working it out. We were like, we're going to have to go back about three miles to be able to get over the ditch. No. Um, so it was quite like a wide one. And he said, he was like, right, we're going to have to go through. And like, there's no way I would have done that on my own. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not yeah. a very strong swimmer. Yeah. And he said, look, I'm, I'm from uh, Norwich and, and I my training ground is around here like Norfolk Suffolk and I've done this before like it'll be okay lay some reeds down we'll make a little island and then we'll don't only have to hop in for a bit so basically that's what we did is he went in first and the water came up to about here and then he just pulled me like through and up out the other side so it was very like only a couple of seconds I was in but then of course feet just like totally like soggy covered in mud so when I got to the end it my feet were hurting like the last kind of 10 miles maybe um and when I finished I realized that I had two blisters just two blisters but they were both underneath my big toenails which was like the pressure like they were fine until the next couple of days when they like you know like they kind of like fill up after a couple of days they were pushing my toenail up so it was pressure. wow so I actually had to like lance them just to sorry anyone eating right now yeah yeah, yeah. oh we're like, used to this kind of challenge here the, the pressure um gosh I've never now had I've a lost under the nail before how did it come under you should never google these things but of course we do yeah. and apparently like you can go and have like your, na- your nail drilled like through to like let the pressure but I just managed to like lamp them underneath which was a bit painful but I made sure you know I cleaned everything and you know didn't want to get infected and then yeah I actually lost my big toenails both of them a couple of weeks ago so ready for summer yeah yeah (laughs) yeah oh you know Anna Rugg who's also in our running club she does toe reconstruction so you can always book her if you want to think about messaging her yeah if Um, you've got a wedding or anything to go to but yeah I was really really lucky actually um I only changed I didn't change my shoes at all I changed my socks um about midway or just over midway put some clean socks on but my shoes were so sodden that as soon as I put them back on obviously my feet were wet again so yeah. in hindsight maybe a second pair of shoes would have been better yeah. but again because we were going through knee-high grass the whole time yeah the grass was wet so they would have been soaked straight away anyway so yeah yeah I did pretty well like 
with yeah just those two blisters so that is really um, good yeah mm, yeah I was felt really really lucky yeah that's amazing uh, um, yeah I'm quite jealous of anyone who has just automatically good feet like Sabrina Vergi seems to have yeah, really like, indestructible I am. feet I'm really lucky she's I've just never like, really struggled I saw her feet after 600 and no 268 miles across the Pennine Way and she just had like a little blister on her toe and you know yeah. they're a bit kind of like trench footy but yeah it was, and that that's mine after like 10 miles I'm just like yeah yeah oh, I hate no. you. <laughs> so unfair <laughs> and in, you also said on um I was just uh, stalking you a little bit on Instagram as we know um in your what you learned you also said well, that ties in quite nicely about following the man and going through the, the bog thing. Um, the, you, you said your map reading <clears throat> leads improving. Yeah, um, definitely. So, yeah, so were you using a GPX, were you? Yeah, um, so um, I had, you know, a GPX on my watch, which I had used before. And my watch is, you know, it's, it's a Garmin. It's, you know, it's kind of middle of the range, nothing special. I'd done a 50-mile race using it before, and that was, the first, that was the only other time I'd actually used it for, like, self-navigation. And I'd got lost a few times, but I'd, I'd done it, and it was okay. So, obviously, it went off with the same idea to do the same again, not realising that it didn't have enough, I don't really know. I'm, I'm not very good with technical stuff, but it didn't have like enough memory or something to take to do all the turning points. Oh, okay. So, so basically, kind of what it did was just loaded. I was basically just following this line. Yeah. There was no no other. You know, normally it tells you oh, like yeah. it beats when to turn and stuff. But if I went wrong, it would just the line would still be there, but my arrow would be like over, over here. There. It was really hard to like yeah. fathom like how to get back on yes, the right because there wasn't everything. any like actual map it was just yeah, a, a exactly. line of breadcrumb trail yeah um, that's why I don't so, really use them I'm like the unless you get one which is all singing or dancing then yeah how long is that gonna last just, yeah just get it, a map. It, it, it 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 I was really lucky because about three or four times I would like overtake someone and then like a few minutes later I'd hear them like whistle like whoa you've oh, gone the wrong way Come that's here. what the whistle's for <laughs> People really helped me out, which was lovely. But I think these people were like, she's never going to get to the end. <laughs> they kept rescuing me. But luckily, um, I like met my husband at like mile 12 or something. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this in the dark? Because this is daytime and I'm getting lost. I had OS maps on my phone. So I kept getting that out. And I did have a hard copy. You know, I had all, all bases covered. But I'm just not, I need to learn to read a map a bit better because I was kind of doing it. It was taking me time, stressing me out. Um luckily then at mile 20 my husband met me again with his watch and he had downloaded and his oh. watch was an all singing all dancing one so I could literally it was almost like a map on you know on the watch uh, on the and I was watch, like oh yeah. my god this is amazing so from then on then like stress levels came down and yeah I could actually follow it until it ran out of battery oh. for the last 12 miles but like I said it was basically a straight line for like the last 12 miles and I had my map in my bag so I was fine I made it um yeah. so yeah Number one, I still haven't got a new watch, but that is on my, it's my birthday um, this weekend. So that's on my uh, birthday list. Excellent. Um, <laughs> I hope Robin is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just to eat a bit more, which I never thought I'd have a problem with. But you know, when you're yeah. tired, you just, you just forget. And yeah, you think, yeah. I'll be fine. I've eaten all this. Rah, rah, rah. So yeah, to eat more. Um, yeah, I think I definitely, because I, I probably lost about an hour with the whole navigation issues because I kept going the wrong way. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, that's that. Take that. You? Um, 27. Oh, wow. 27 hours. 27 that's hours, great. I think. I was second female, but there oh, were wow. only three females. I would like to just point that out. But, no, um, don't I was point that out. second female. You were still second female. <laughs> um, and the first female was only an hour and a half in front of me, which really makes me cross because. Yeah, if I hadn't gone wrong so much and I'd eaten something, I know that, that you know, I could have done that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm worked. ever going to get first female unless it's a very, very small field. Got to be in it um, to win it. But, yeah, but um, yeah, so it's nice though because I, I, it was my first one and I was kind of just using it as a experiment, if you like. So yeah. I learned some things and I definitely know what I can do to be better, which is exciting. So. <laughs> That is awesome. Oh, you've done so well. You're very, very motivating. I, I especially like as well how you don't put just the good stuff. Like I tend to just put the good stuff on Instagram. And oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you also put the bad stuff on Instagram. And I'm, I'm there like scrolling through and I'm like, there's ups, there's down, there's up. And I was like, oh, this is so good. This is like so refreshing. This is so yeah. realistic. And yeah, you know, I, really I try and do that. To it. Whereas mm. I, I, I really struggle to put those times on Instagram because I feel like I'm moaning and I have a really privileged life. 
and I basically don't want anyone to know <laughs> don't want anyone to know that I don't always feel great um so I really actually really admire people who can do it, that it's important because otherwise you know so often I think about like coming off Instagram because I'm like it's all fake yeah, um, you know, and quite often you'll be scrolling through and then you feel bad about yourself because you're like, oh, look at their like matching outfits or their clean house or their holiday or whatever. <laughs> and I just think, no, no, like you need to know that actually, you know, five seconds before that photo was taken, you know, this was happening. They were kicking off or whatever. Um, so I just try and be really honest. And yeah, I know sometimes I worry that I'll come across like moaning when, yeah, like you say, like, we're you know, we're, a privilege, we're in a privileged position, etc. But let's just be real like you know being um, a mum a parent not even a mum you know being a parent bloody hard is the hardest thing I've ever done yeah um and sometimes it's good to moan isn't it it's good to just say like (laughs) oh my god they did this today oh you know it's just good to get it out there and share so I try and yeah I just try and be really honest Um, yeah good and the bad and the ugly sometimes (laughs) yeah well I was especially struck by this one post that you wrote where oh yes it was a couple of weeks ago when Audrey was having a sleep regression and you know like probably it sounds like you were in the thick of what I feel like I'm in now yeah you were just questioning your life's choices like should you have even had a child and and I'm constantly saying I'm constantly saying like that but it was kind of a shock to read it somewhere else because I felt like oh it's only me that thinks that's it because you know sometimes you have these thoughts and then you think it can't just be me like surely like and also sometimes it's about putting it out there and then someone saying I feel like that too because then you're like oh thank god yeah (laughs) otherwise you know in the the post I think I was just saying like when I was up from like two till four in the morning was Audrey screaming in my ear and you know my husband's still asleep in the next room and I'm just thinking what have I done oh I wish my husband would I wish Steve would sleep yeah you know and you do get a few dark thoughts like oh imagine like if I wasn't a mother right now where would I be in my life but you can't live your life like that but every now and again you get those little dark thoughts and yeah I was just putting it out there to say you know I did that's what happened last night feeling much better this morning but it's normal and if you're feeling the same then please I mean please please someone be feeling the same if yeah. all that kind of thing, you know. I definitely um, feel the same you're not alone <laughs> so yeah that's kind of what that's about <laughs> yeah well I'm, I'm very impressed at Robin sleeping through the screeching because we just we both wake up <laughs> we, we have actually talked about getting a camper van a really old one that we don't insure yeah. and we don't put any petrol in and putting it on the drive so that just one of us can get a good night's sleep and we can alternate getting a good night's sleep because at the moment both of us wake up and then neither of us get a good night's sleep Uh, it's just very hard Um, but I am feeling very inspired by your chat and I will do 20 minutes of uh, strength and conditioning I'm I'm not going to necessarily have a big weight but I might fill a backpack with some tins or some like the cat food that the cat doesn't like so yeah like fill a backpack with tins and just keep it because at the moment I'm like oh I've got to fill my backpack again and I'm gonna take it out again I need to get Steve's backpack that he never uses fill that with some tins and just do some squats and lunges with that backpack on it makes it so much easier like we've got like I'm literally staring at like a corner of our house yeah it's just full of there's yoga mat there's weights on the floor there's resistance bands and yeah it looks like a mess but it's there so when I come down in the morning like 10 minutes quick let's go yeah. grab them off we go yeah you know, it just makes it it's just about making it as easy and easy as possible. as possible I think I also struggle with like am I doing the right thing and therefore it, it will it be worth it but of course doing something is always better than nothing yeah, that's so it I really Anything need to change that mindset yeah, yeah you've got to you've got to turn that around of course if you're training for a specific thing you need to have that specificity I can never say that word <laughs> specificity <laughs> specificity thank you specificity. I can't say it either. You know what I mean. Yeah, we know what you mean. <laughs> um, but, um, but at the same time, you know, be kind to yourself, just move. Movement is, you know, so, you know, it's, it's amazing. You, you don't have, it doesn't have to be, a, a, you know, a particular way, you know, just get some movement in and, and it, you know, good for physical but really really beneficial for for mental health as well yeah and you feel smug as well after you've done it yeah yeah that's why I like doing it in the morning as well because I'm like yes yes no I love doing exercise in the morning as well absolutely that's usually me I'm usually I go down to euphoria to um in Stanford so yeah go down to a drop for nurse we go to Holly's class da 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 done back at work for 10 o'clock in the morning no lunch break to make up for it and yeah that works really well but 
but today I just couldn't face it and I went back to bed and I slept for two hours and then I woke up to do this <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, that's it sometimes that happens sometimes that happens, that happens yes it just happens a little bit too often and I'm just really aware that it's only seven weeks until the Lakeland 50 so I'm just going to be going around on fumes basically on legacy training that's what I'll be going around <laughs> on but if I could do 20 minutes today I'll feel a lot better about it yeah exactly yes yeah, yeah. oh thanks Melissa <laughs> that's been great um so I have got some quick fire questions just to finish up on um uh so uh for eating on a race i think you've already answered this one on the way around so we could answer this for you but flapjack or gels oh flapjack definitely like, yeah i can't gel is just well no yeah no, no no yeah i hate gels as well <laughs> apart from morton gels i really like morton gels they're the only gels i can actually stomach they're really really expensive <laughs> yeah <laughs> um after a race would you celebrate with beer or wine do you know what? I like them both. I might have one of each. Do you know what? I love cider, actually. I'd have oh, a cider. A curveball. Mm, yeah. I'd have a cider, yeah. yeah. Yeah, love a cider, especially in the summertime. Maybe a cider in the summertime and a red wine in the winter. Oh, lovely. <laughs> uh, maybe a mulled wine, even, in the winter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Love that choice. Um, are you a Kindle person or a real book person? Real book. This is going to sound really odd, but I just love the smell. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not odd at all. Yeah. Um, I have just um, started listening. I've listened to two books on Audible, actually, yeah. which I'd never done before. And my husband uh, recommended it for races. And I thought, no way, like I won't be able to concentrate. But actually, my, my mind has been changed. So I might start doing that a little bit more so that because I listen to podcasts and music on my runs, but actually it'd be quite nice to you know, listen to a whole book. You could yeah. do a whole book on a, you know, on a hundred mile, couldn't you? So yeah, yeah. You so really maybe could. that's the way forward. Yeah, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. I'm always thinking that because I, I don't really have time to like sit down and read. Yeah, and exactly. Read a couple mm -hmm. of chapters every night, but you don't get through it very quickly. So yeah, that's oh. a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So oh, so music on your run or bird song? Maybe a real book. Oh, <laughs> music definitely. Well, actually. When I'm training, always music because I do. I I'm, I get quite bored. As much as I love running, yeah. I get bored. You yeah. know. But on an ultra, I find I like to soak up the atmosphere. So mm. in the beginning part of the race, the first few hours, I don't have any music because I just like to take in my surroundings and kind of like get comfortable with my breathing and everything. But then, um, yeah, then the podcast or the music goes on. Uh, when yeah. especially when I'm finding it tough, um, yeah. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to you know <laughs> make contact, so I just zone out. Yeah. Do you have um? Do you have the bone phone type headphones? No, I have use? inner ear ones. But, yeah, and they, they were really expensive, and I got them a couple of years ago. But next time I buy them, I will definitely get the bone conductors just because of like ear health, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and also like you can. So just I hear use them stuff. a lot. Yeah, yeah, I use them a lot, and I just think, yeah, actually, you know, that's not going to be good for me in the long run. So next time I, I do spend some money and get some then there will be bone conductors yeah have you got the little ones that stick in then the, yeah the, the, exactly the little buds yeah the little buds yeah not oh, um okay. i've got um i can't even remember what the make of them is but um yeah they were quite pricey but they're they're brilliant yeah really, they're really, really good, good never fall they? out and really good sound oh, quality but um i'm aware that they're not they're not great for your ears so. yeah and also you just block everything out don't you like with, exactly with my i tend phones. to run with them um, if i'm like near a road unless i'm like in the middle of nowhere on a trail yeah. i only have one in just yeah. to be safe but oh, okay. um yeah when i'm on my own totally in the middle of nowhere they both go in so yeah. i can just zone out yeah ah okay and um and art wise are you classical art or modern art I think modern yeah my husband me, my husband and I are, are like chalk and cheese so he he like classical yeah I'd say I'd say modern definitely. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I like a bit of modern myself too um yeah. camping or a holiday cottage um oh see I love camping do you really love camping um yeah I think camping slightly slightly over the over the cottage it depends how many days a few a couple of days camping and then maybe into the cottage for a bit of comfort <laughs> for, a, for a bit of a shower <laughs> yeah yeah uh, seaside run or mountain run mountain run yeah and I want to do more of that I don't do yeah. a lot of it um I don't ever you know we don't get away to you know the, the peak district or, or anywhere like that and I've never even been to the Lake District which is just <sighs> simple i know i really need oh, to go wow. yeah i love the peak love district it. like we, we we used to go quite a lot but we haven't been recently but yeah 
love yeah, yeah looking mountains oh maybe a, a race in the peak district mm-hmm. and yeah and Robin could thinking. climb a little yeah. mountain or like mam tour exactly. something oh my yeah. goodness she could climb her first little mountain that would be so yeah. cute <laughs> yeah oh that sounds lovely and the final quick um quick question is uh tea or tree as in t-shirt or tree um, I've been trying to, to do the tree more so recently, but then every now and again, like if it's a big race, you know, something that I'm really proud of, then I go for the t-shirt. Yeah. Unfortunately, this, uh, this race didn't have a t-shirt, so, so I didn't get one. Um, but yeah, they had a lovely, um, wooden, like eco-friendly medal, yes. um, which just... was good. Um, it was uh, basically like there. a piece of, a piece of a log that they had like sawed through and then just stamped the logo on it um so yeah it was very eco-friendly but yeah trying trying not to get the t-shirt um unless you know they unless they're really nice yeah I really want to show off what yeah. I've done <laughs> I think if you're gonna wear the t-shirt then yeah, yeah. get the t-shirt but I think yeah. it's when people don't you know you're not yeah, given the they choice just pile up, and know. yeah they just pile up and I've got a t-shirt beanbag there that my mum's made yeah. for me out of all my old race t-shirts because I've yeah, just got through wearing all of them yeah yeah <laughs> Cool. Oh, well, we've I've just uh, read out this um, comment from Severine. She says, can we get Mel to do some live classes? <laughs> it sounds <laughs> that great. would be good, wouldn't do you, it? Do you do Patron Zoom? Only. Yeah, do you do Zoom <laughs> classes? Because I um, would I, go to a Zoom class of yours um, in I my I don't at the moment. Um, mm. During COVID, I did it a lot because obviously there was yeah. no other way. Yeah. Um, I don't, at the moment, I don't, just because I'm so busy with like my one-to-one PTing and my running coaching that I, I physically don't have yeah. any like slots in my week. But it's always something that I think about and I quite often think about maybe in the future doing like something specific, like a class specifically for runners like yeah, a conditioning I would class to do um, that. yeah that would, like be quite good for like our running club and things yeah, like that so, definitely um so yeah like watch this space you know yeah. in the future Audrey's off to school in September so I'll have a little bit more time um oh. so yeah I'm already kind of thinking of a few ideas plotting maybe. yeah <laughs> oh, it would be great if you would do a running version on zoom because not only can you do it on zoom like live but then you can do, do it a later. recording and you can do it later a bit like Carlo yeah. Molinaro sort of does mm-hmm, exactly. but I would totally sign up for that and you could I suppose you could always do it you know like um uh, at Stanford Yoga they have the live class like people come to the class yeah. and they have someone um, doing it on zoom yeah and exactly. then they record it and someone can do it later as well so you get like a yeah. really big um yeah. gamut of no, people and times yeah mm. Yeah, but doing it on Zoom, you don't have to book a class and stuff. So but you don't have to book a room or anything. Yeah, and no one exactly. has to go anywhere. So that sounds great. Yeah. So, yes, we just planned your future career for you. Then. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, Mel. It's, it's just really kind of you to share all your advice and information. Um, so everybody follow Mel on Instagram um, for the highs and the lows of ultra running. Um, it's I've put a link in my film description below, but just remind us of your Instagram handle again. Yes, yeah, so it's Mama Mel Fitness. Mama Mel Fitness. Mama Mel Fitness, yes. So I've put a link in the film description below to that and the podcast show notes as well. And we just, we wish you all the best for Race to the Stones. I'm sure you'll (laughs) smash it. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. See you. (laughs) Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.